This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's clip streaming June 4th only on Hulu. Escape to Summer with Victoria's Secret's just arrived collection of swim and other sun ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made to be seen, very sexy push up bra in on trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Two teas in a pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Two Teas in a Pod with myself, Teddy Mellencamp, and Tamara Judge. Hi, Teddy. Hi, Tamara. <laughs> you had a very sultry voice today. Oh, it's because I've, I'm on coffee and I really feel pumped up. Oh, you do? Okay. I woke up for the first time in a long time with like energy. Like yesterday, I fell asleep in the middle of the day. I never do that. Um, I don't know what's going on. I think I'm just, just exhausted physically and mentally. But today, it's going to be a good day. Today is going to be a good day. Well, that's good because we don't even have time to recap what's going on um, from our weekends because we've got to get right into the first housewife headline, which involves you, Tamara. Oh, shocker. So this is from a page six article. Uh, Vicky blames Tamara's assistant, Caden, for Trace Amiga's fallout. Tamara responds. All right. Break this entire thing down. First for me. of all, in Canada. first of all, she needs to be very careful. Caden, first of all, has nothing to do with this. He's also a private person because he is not a public person, nor does he want to be. Does he does not want to be on the show? I've asked him. I begged him. He doesn't. So it's very disappointing that she would blame a 24 year old that is like my lifeline. He helps me with everything. He helps me with the podcast. He helps me, um, you know, with my reels and things like that with social media. He doesn't answer my DMS. People are asking me, does he answer your DM? No, I answer my own DMS. Um, but he helps me with my social posts. He helps me with a lot of things. He's a great, I, ha- I have a question for you before you launch into the next portion of this. Do you think that Vicky truly just has a problem with any person that you trust or you feel close to like she it's like a jealousy thing because yes, i've seen it happen yes. one person after another and i'll tell you for. i'll tell you what the stem from is that when i was in scotland um kaden would kaden would answer for me and as far as 
Trace Omega show that was coming up. He knew my thoughts. He knew where I stood on everything. And he said something to her, like, uh, I think it was like, Tamara does not feel comfortable doing the show. And she then lost it. Uh, she accidentally was trying to text Shannon and text Caden and kind of went off about him. And I'm like, he's just, Oh, she like took a, she yeah. was trying to go off yep. to Shannon about Caden, but she messaged it to Caden. Yes. Yes. Oh so, my gosh. So I am, I'm going to put my readers on to this because I have it written down. I have, this is the correct timeline. I have screenshots. I have receipts. Hold on. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I have screenshots, receipts. <laughs> I have text timeline. message timeline. I have it all. Okay. So basically to break it down, they hired an agent. His name is Paris. When I was headed to Scotland, I didn't have anything to do with this. The Phoenix show was after I got home from Scotland, not prior to going to Scotland. Like Vicky said, I told them that I did not want to do the Phoenix show. I thought it was too soon after Shannon's DUI that she needed to concentrate on her recovery. I was trying to be a good friend. I wasn't concerned with the you money. You said that this we're to make. Paris or you said this? No, to... I said this to Vicky and Shannon and I'll okay. read that. I'll read the text message that I wrote to them. Okay. They, <laughs> they told me if I did not do the show in Phoenix, they would get sued because they signed a contract while I was in Scotland. I did not sign a contract. I ended up doing the show in Phoenix after the first show. The three of us, plus the agent Paris, had lunch, and I told them this was in Phoenix. I'm very busy. I'm splitting my time between Orange County and my remodel in Big Bear. I have three podcasts, Venus CBD, a family, and I cannot travel every weekend. It's just not physically possible for me. And they should probably find a backup if they want to go on the road. I would try to do as many shows as I could, but don't count on me. A couple weeks later, it was basically the nail in the coffin when I found that they were both talking behind my back. And how did you find that out? Well, one, a, a podcaster repeated things that Vicki had told her. Mm -hmm. Another one was from a friend that Shannon had told really nasty things about me. Okay. Then I got a text from the agent asking me if I was available to do a, a few shows in Texas and I declined. They did not ask me to do more shows. I got the text message from the agent asking me if I was interested in doing a show in Texas. Again, they never, ever, ever reached out to me. Uh, to ask me, they knew that I was upset. They knew that I was mad. So for them, for Vicky to go on there and say that, you know, she couldn't even reach out. They couldn't reach out to ask me. I just responded to a text message. They did not call me because they knew that I was mad. So they had Paris do it. Now they're trying to blame it on my assistant, Caden, which had absolutely nothing to do with it. Let me just read you the text message that I sent from the hospital. This is from the hospital. I got home from Scotland. We were supposed to do a Phoenix show in the next month or so. Hi, I'm home. From a second Scotland. Phoenix show. No, a first one. Okay. First one. Hi, I'm home from Scotland, but I'm in the hospital. I would call you, but I have a tube down my throat. I've been extremely sick for two weeks. I'm waiting to see if I need surgery. We haven't talked in so long. I hope you're doing better physically and mentally. I know you're probably beating yourself up. I thought long and hard about this, and I need to be honest with you. I don't feel comfortable moving forward with the Trace Omega show next month. The comments about you doing the show and me and Vicky, Vicky supporting it is horrible. It's not a good look for any of us, especially you, Shannon. Bravo has told me it's not a good idea and we should po postpone. It's just too soon. I'm now getting messages, comments that I'm an alcoholic for continuing and supporting you with the show next month. I'm sorry, but I just can't move forward with the show. Okay. And what's the, what was that date? Do you have it? That was October 10th, October 10th. 
Yeah. And then at what point in time, because I know there was an additional situation with you and Shannon post this where things got worse so okay. that you went and did the Phoenix show November 15th and 16th after. Right. And you guys can go back and listen to our earlier podcast yeah. where actually Tamara tells us and we have a conversation where she's like, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't want to move forward. And that was after she sent those original texts. So then you go and do the show November 15th and 16th. Yep. And then I had a falling out with Shannon. And this was prior to Paris, the agent, asking me if I want to do the Phoenix show. Was Shannon drinking at the November 15th and 16th show? Yes, she was. Uh, so you already did Phoenix. We already did Phoenix. And then yeah. what you, before Phoenix, you said you didn't want to move forward after Phoenix. But then yeah. what happened? I after had Phoenix? I had to do Phoenix because they told me that um, they signed a contract while I was in Scotland and I, we would get sued if I did not follow through. So I did it. There was two shows in Phoenix back to back one on one day, one the following day. In between those two shows, we all sat down and I explained to to them that I'm extremely busy. I don't have a lot of time. And I, I said earlier, all the labeled all bullet point, all the things I had to do. And they knew I also, at that time told them, I said, I do want to let you know that me and Teddy are doing a live for iHeart. It's a, it's a one-off. It's something that iHeart has put on. So this is not in place of anything. This is just something additional and, to what I had. And to also do. I want to point out if we do more live shows, it will still be one-offs. So it, I don't yeah. want people to come back and go, Tamara said that it was a one-off and it wasn't on. At, yeah. the at the time that that was booked, and it yeah. still is, we don't have any plans at this moment to go on the road. We don't. Did, no. Was our show successful? Absolutely. Do we have plans to do more? No, nothing on the books. Now, if, if one of the producers comes to us and says, hey, I want you to do a show there, we absolutely will do a show there. Yeah. So oh. that's, that's, that's what I want to point out. Um, but then there was an additional something that happened between you and Shannon and you let Vicky know about it. And then Vicky kind of lost yes. it, right? Like remind me these details. This was after the Phoenix show. This was November, um, 22nd, okay. so November 22nd, Shannon, um, and I had a falling out because she sent me a screenshot of liking Alexis's post. Okay. okay. I'm not going to go into detail because this clearly will be part of the show, but that's, that's where things went bad. November 22nd. And now, to be clear, this was not a post of Alexis and John. This no, was just, no, it was about her kid's freaking birthday. So that was, um, November 22nd and Paris texts me December 8th asking me. So for them to say that I did not reach out to them and tell them they knew that I wasn't happy. Vicky went on to say something, uh, sharing some personal information about me, about my house in Big Bear, about my contract with Bravo to a, a podcaster that repeated it. They also said that um, Vicky told them that um, the only reason they're with me is because it's a business deal, not that they were friends. So that was really the nail in the coffin. At first I was like, listen, guys, I don't have the time. Maybe you need to find a backup. I'll try my best. And then after I heard that, that was just the complete nail in the coffin. So, you know, Vicky went on Jeff Lewis live. I literally called Jeff two days ago, like crying. I said, I can't take this anymore. How can you hold, allow? Hold, hold one moment before we get into your conversation with Jeff. These are some of the allegations that Vicky made on Jeff Lewis. She was on Jeff Lewis live last Friday. Yeah. Um, 
Vicky said, from what I hear, she said we were talking about her behind her back. Gumbelson insisted that she wasn't talking badly about Judge behind her back, joking. It was actually kind of in front of her. I think it's Caden, she speculated. He was hearing things from Shannon and sending it over to Tama. Tamara. He's a troublemaker. Vicky also said Judge had an issue with Bedore's 2023 hit and run DUI arrest, even though one has nothing to do with the other. But I have to be clear. If someone <laughs> continues to continue drinking in your presence and it's in a situation where you, you love that person, you care about that person, and you feel like this is in a healthy spot for them, then I do think one has to do with the other. Yeah. Um, then you went on to your stories. This is what this is why I can't go out of town, Tamara. Yeah. Like we can you and I cannot be trusted to our Insta stories without talking to one another. She goes on her stories. It's an absolute blatant lie. Judge claimed the reason I am not doing the Trace Amigas is because I caught them talking my head on my back. That's why it pisses me off to no end because he's the sweetest guy and he does so much for me. She continued adding that Caden has also previously helped Bedore. So this is bullshit and don't listen to Vicky's lies. And I can say from a hundred percent my recollection was that every time I saw Vicky or Shannon in Caden's presence, they sought after him to talk to him and chat with him. Shannon, and, Shannon. I mean, even at BravoCon. Let, let me just tell you, when Phoenix show came, Shannon said, and I have a text message, we need to bring Caden. We need to bring Caden. He helps us out so much. And I said, okay. She goes, um, well, I'm going to buy him a ticket. And I said, well, I'll split the air, the flight because Caden lives in a different state. I'll split that with you if you want him there so much. It wasn't my idea. And he's my assistant. Mm -hmm. Now, now what happened was, is, you know, he, she saw what a great person Caden is. And she said, God, I need somebody to help me with my social media. And here I am trying to help Caden out and say, listen, why don't you help her post her social media, uh, get more interaction on there because he's really good at it and see if she'll pay you. And um, so he asked and she said, yes, when we were in Phoenix, she, we were sitting at the table. And by the way, Caden was at the table, the lunch table where we were with the agent. And I told them that I don't know how much time I could give to this. Yeah. And, and Vicky said at that table that she was firing her social media manager, that she was looking for someone else and told Caden that she would like to talk to him. That conversation never happened, but Caden has multiple DMS and text messages. Caden, can you help me with this? Caden, can you help me with that? Caden, my, my, uh, something about her account, her Facebook account got hacked and she, he tried to help her with that. So if he's so bad, why is she reaching out for his help? And I, something else that I want to point out in the world of social media and going on a podcast to speak about somebody that is not in this world yeah. like that is when, so anytime I hire anyone and same goes for most people in any kind of public eye, you have them sign an NDA. Yep. So that means that person cannot. So if, if somebody else is coming out and speaking lies about them, you cannot essentially like the way that you and I can defend our each other ourselves. You can't I you can't necessarily do that. And you can't show your timeline receipts, messages, all that stuff. So all what Vicky's doing is actually cruel. Oh, I know. I know. Because she yes, he hasn't signed an NDA with Vicky, but saying all that stuff about Shannon just puts him in a place that it's not right. It's not right. It's not right, and it's a complete lie. So, you know, I was upset. I went on my social media because he is like a son to both me and Eddie. In fact, we have a group text with me, Eddie and Caden and the it's titled the other son. <laughs> well, 
So I mean, I mean, she obviously felt that way too, because I remember seeing on social media that Caden helped Shannon move into her new place with Taylor. Thank like, you. Thank you. Well, this is the problem. They know that they've been caught. They don't want to take accountability. Like oftentimes they don't take accountability. So tell me about your conversation with Jeff, because I'm actually going on Jeff Lewis in a couple of weeks with Emily to talk about popping off yeah. oh, and good. I want to be prepped. Well, um, I, I called him and he said, I'll call you back in 15 minutes. He called me and we started talking about it and I was just crying. I said, I can't take this anymore. You know, I I'm constantly, you're having people that go on your, your radio show that just blatantly lie about me. What we know Vicky has a, a problem with the truth. And what she said was a complete lie. I am tired of trying to defend myself. I've only done the right thing. I've only tried to like, I didn't want to do the show, not just because it wasn't a good look for me. It wasn't a good look for Shannon. Yeah. You know, and I want my friend to get help at the time. Like, and I still want her to get help and, and going and doing this was not, not the way to do it. It was too soon. And what did Jeff say in response? He, he goes, I get it. I get it. But you can't go on your social media and yell. And I'm like, oh, rich coming from you. Um, and I'm like, I'm not yelling. I was stating the facts and it's upsetting to me. You that were heated, you were frustrated yeah. and you wanted to get the truth out. I mean, let's Sometimes. just talk about Vicky's timeline on there. Vicky said, we did the Phoenix show. And then I went on to Scotland and had second thoughts. That's a lie. I was in Scotland, September, October. The Phoenix show wasn't until November. Vicky says, I never told them I wanted out of the Trace and Mega show and feels I should have reached out to them first. I told them in person that I wasn't really available to do a lot of shows. They might need to get a backup. And then after I found out they were talking about me, it became a problem between the three of us. And then they didn't even reach out to me. Paris reached out to me. Well, even before that, you had told them right after the DUI that you did not want to, you did not think it was a good idea. Right. Well, I told them when I got home from Scotland. So I found out about the DUI the day I left for Scotland. So I didn't yeah. have a phone. So I wasn't able to communicate. Um, so I told them, you know, Vicky says she didn't talk behind my back and that it was in front of me. Uh, Vicky, you literally told someone who I won't name private information, told that person that was related to that repeated it on her podcast. Like, don't tell me you didn't talk behind my back. What she said wasn't as bad as what the other one said, Shannon said. So I don't think she even really knows all of it. Um, Vicky thinks it came from Caden causing issues. Why would it come from Caden? Yeah. Am I controlled by a 24 year old? Am I controlled by anybody? No. And, and I know which friend told you and it wasn't Caden, you guys. So yeah. I just think this is one of those situations where it could have been handled so differently. We let, let's, let's do a hypothetical here. Two teas in a pod already existed before your very first live show right. with Shannon and Vicky. Not for one second did I go out and try to trash that show, what was happening, but no. because I want to support you in all of your endeavors because right. that's what friends do. And that's what I told, I told um, Jeff that on the phone too. I said, these girls don't support anything. They are so insanely jealous of my success. Teddy is a true friend and they just want to keep, and not Shannon, but um, Vicky always wants to rip you down. Just like she wants to rip you down because you're close to me. She wants to rip Caden down because he's close to me. I'm tired of it. And to say that, that I need to say I'm sorry to her, I own her apology for what? What did I do? Um, what did I, I do? I think she just is looking I didn't for attention. Wanna, yeah, I did want to continue. Like if I told you, told you or the agent today that I didn't want to continue with this podcast. Are you going to hate me? 
No, no, exactly. It's just, they're just, it's business. And if it's not suiting you and it's not giving you pleasure and you're not enjoying it and you're like, and let's be clear, you're not under a contract. Right. I'm not under a contract. In fact, Vicky and Shannon argued the entire time doing the show. Even at, even at lunch, they were arguing and, and I'm like, this is so toxic. I don't want to do this. Yeah. They were at each, you know, I think the, the point is all of it's just bullshit and Vicky's looking for attention and let's hope that their show does well. So maybe they can yes. move on from coming at Tamara because this is silly. This is ridiculous. But you know what? They rebranded themselves. They were smart about it. They, you know, they could have bought just a, a third person in. Um, but they probably don't have any other friends. Um, so they went and Shame. did their, well, true. Bring another amiga in. The show was already created. Do that. I mean, they were pushing me to do LLC, the bank account. They were getting like, I wouldn't, I was hesitant, hesitant, hesitant. Cause I knew that this just didn't suit me. It wasn't, it was so, I already have so much on my plate. Yeah. I mean, I love you, Tam, but I don't want to share a bank account with you and you don't want to share no. a bank account with me either. That is, you well, I just, I did not want to connect my LLC to something that they were involved in. If you know yeah, what I mean. No, then you're held liable. It's right. absolutely bananas, but right. th I'm glad we got it on the record on it was exactly very, what happened. Very upsetting to me. And just to think that, I mean, I'm not shocked that she can go on there and just completely lie about the timeline, everything. I'm actually not shocked because this is her MO is she does her best to make other people seem like they are bad people when originally she is the one to start all of the drama so this just lines up to exactly who i have always thought that vicky is so yeah. she's just doubling down happy pride from tomboy x celebrating pride and the queer community all year queer founded queer run and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave and then she just disappeared. 
It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, well, let's get on to our first headline, which is actually a very sad one. I know. Don't you think? I mean... I don't know too many housewives that have left after 14 years. I don't think there's been any. I think that um, I think we had one that left after 10. But Candy Burris says she's leaving the Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm going to take a break. Speaking to Variety on the carpet at the Grammys, Candy's confirmed when asked about the show. I'm not keeping up. I already said it. So I'll tell you, I decided I'm not coming back this year. It's been 14 seasons and they allowed us to sit around for a little too long But during that time, I had started working on a lot of other things and I got some nice big projects coming. Um, The only thing that like I I know for a fact she did quit, but there seems to be a little bit of shade there where she says we sat around a little too long. So what she's saying is after Atlanta ended, before they picked up the next season, before they all got their offer letters, before it was only it was it ended in September. So that's, a, oh, I, well, I don't, I'm yeah. used to the big separation. We had, a, we had, do you know that Orange County didn't even film in 2023? Yeah, I know. But I think there was such, for, for that particular show, I think it was a lot. Oh, of so they must've had a quick turnover. We've always had like three months. We got our offer letter a week or so prior to filming. And our reunion was in October. Was yeah. it October? So essentially they're trying to figure out what's going on with Atlanta. They, in Candy's opinion, she was waiting around too long and then she just figured out other things to do. She, you know, made sure that she was going to make her money and do things in her career that she wanted to do. And now, um, now she's gone. And now I'm curious what they will do moving forward. Does this mean they're going to hire somebody back that was on for quite a long time because now this frees up? I mean, Candy's probably one of the most paid housewives, correct? Yeah. I would imagine. I also, can, can you remind me of this? Was Candy last seat at the reunion this year? Uh, I don't know. Yes. 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 So I think, you know, even though we we're like, you know, she still had a big part of this season. I think she was starting to check out even last year. Cause yeah. that's not. Well, last year, she, I think she kind of checked out and I'll be honest with you at, at year 12, I was checked out a bit, like 12 years straight of doing the show and in hindsight, being off for two years was, it was good. It recharged me. Yeah. I mean, I think every long housewife, long-standing housewife needs a break. I do too. I, I think but, I told Andy that too, because it kind of just recharges you. But then she said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a moment. I'm not going to come back this year though. Like she made it clear, like a break didn't mean yeah. like a couple weeks and then blah, blah, blah. 
Um, okay, now we go right into the next one. But I am curious who Atlanta will bring on and so on and so forth. Um, I just I'm curious to see like if she's gone, if they're gonna bring uh Portia back. I mean, not Portia, I know they're probably gonna bring Phaedra. Phaedra. But Phaedra's unmarried to medicine. I mean, it's possible that she could do both. It it is possible she could do both. I wonder if I don't know. Do you think that Andy would do that? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what Bravo does anymore. And we think that Phaedra would come in and really stir it up like she used to. I feel like she's kind of past that now. I have I don't know. I, I don't watch Married to Medicine, so I don't know how she is on that show. I mean, she always gives the best confessionals, no matter what, no matter if it's traitors, girls trip, whatever. Yeah. But it feels like there she has her boundaries now. So who knows? But I think she's great television. And um, so does Cruz. He loves her on Traders. She's really um, good. Even my mom is like, that Phaedra girl is so sweet. I can't believe she murdered you. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, Phaedra is a little bit messy on Married to Medicine, but I don't know. I, there, I think it just is different depending on the show. Um, this next one is Candace Dillard uh, Bassett is grateful for common sense as Michael Darby's defamation lawsuit is dismissed. This is from People Magazine. A judge has dismissed the defamation lawsuit Candace was facing from Michael Darby. Michael, the court determined, was precluded from maintaining a lawsuit against Candace based on a release that he signed to appear on a Bravo reality series. Candace has remained mum about the suit on the show, but now that it's over, she's breaking her silence. I'm incredibly grateful to God for protecting me. I'm also grateful for common sense, the support of my family and my incredible legal team for helping the plaintiff to get to exactly what he deserves from me. Absolutely nothing. Good, but I'm sure it cost her a pretty penny just defending herself. And that's the problem with these, our legal system and this lawsuit that she could have paid 200,000 easy just an attorney fees. I have to say, I, if she does, I hope she gets them back. Okay. This next one is Anna Marie's Instagram story. It's pretty much, she's getting a lot of questions. So she wants to clarify the title nurse anesthesiologist was adopted by the American, uh, a whole bunch of information. Um, I'm so they, over this. I'm so over it. But then like Dr. Tiffany moon, but she, chimes in the asa doesn't not love crnas or care that you're on a reality show bringing more attention to your profession they care when cn crnas misrepresent themselves as physicians or use terminology to intentionally mislead the public to believe that they're anesthesiologists don't make this into a crna versus md thing i have a oh. respect for my crna colleagues just not the ones who call themselves anesthesiologists um Oh my God. Okay. And that came from pink pox box. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Over I mean, it. Uh, over it. Um, I, I just feel like I want to put it to bed as an Anna Marie's post. She, she's linked nurse anesthesiologist. Yeah. I think what concerns me about what Tiffany moon is saying is that she's working on getting Anna Marie off the show. Does that mean she's coming for her? Like, her crna license and trying to get them to pressure her to not be on the show like i don't like the way this is because she's no. not currently i don't think she's she not they were canceled so what what, the, what is she doing and i mean that's just really evil spirited to say that i'm working on getting her off the show first of all you have no authority at all to get anybody off the show you're not even on a show so sit down tiffany moon yeah calm down um 
and then Crystal was on E and uh, Queens of Bravo posted this link um, talking about Anne Marie. Crystal says, I just think this is who she is. Blurs the line that I'm jealous because I was clear I wanted to go to medical school and become a surgeon and she went to nursing school. That's who she is. No, no one is jealous of Anna Marie's life. Crystal wrote on Instagram about Dreet. Buy, don't borrow diamonds from your wife. I usually don't clap back on social media, but when you take it too far, like my marriage, I'm going to protect him and I feel good about it. That's because Dorit said that Crystal was a child bride in her confessional. Um, so that's her clapback, I guess. And then Crystal says she called out Erica at the reunion for only mentioning her about the di diamond earrings. She also plans to watch part two of The Housewife and the Hustler. She plugged that? I'm confused. Um, then Crystal says Kathy Hilton brought a lightness and comedic relief to the reunion and hopes she comes back to the show next season. Okay. <sighs> okay. Okay, Crystal. Okay um well i know camille grammar thinks caroline manzo has taken things too far with the lawsuit we all think caroline has gone too far with this lawsuit i wasn't in the bathroom when the so-called alleged event happened what i did see was the two ladies laughing and getting along camille <sighs> i don't think well i think that she's trying to support brandy which i totally understand but when it does come to lawsuits it's just best to so stay out of it to stay out of it because the more you talk about it the more you're going to be drug into it and even if you're a witness you get deposed what you know sometimes you have to hire an attorney but also if you're going to say i wasn't in the bathroom it, it essentially what we've read that you can't say that just say like i wish this would come out so we could all see the full truth yeah but yeah. this i didn't like it um uh, Kenya Moore says a Real Housewife Atlanta cast announcement is getting closer. At uh, the Love B. Scart article, Kenya hinted that a cast announcement may be coming soon, but remain coy as to whether or not she or any of the ladies will be a part of it. Kenya also squashed fans' hope for a Nene Leaks return, reminding fans the fact that she sued her employer and accused them of awful things. Yeah, I don't see Nene coming back ever because of that. Um, then did you see this next thing and do we believe it at all? Um, because Luann leaves kind of a cryptic comment. So word on the street is this could be your next Real Housewives of New York cast. And it's Dorinda, Bren, Luann, um, Sonia, Aaron, Jessel. Uba. Uba. Uh, I, I am hearing from a very reliable source that this is absolutely not the case then it is possible that one of the original housewives put that out there <laughs> to okay. get that going. And there is an announcement, I think, coming out today about um, somebody that is returning that we didn't well, expect I to return. Oh, do you think it's going to be um, Jennifer Lyons? Maybe. Um, we'll have to see. I mean, I think it's got to be. I mean, I don't think it could be Tinsley. I don't think she's going to change up her life with her current husband though no 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 i don't think so no. um i don't i don't think it's bethany well let's let's continue on blowing through but i do think that uh luann added a little fuel to the fire by doing this emoji hold on let me see if i can emoji you do hers <laughs> you do one and i'll do one okay <laughs> yeah i it's it's not true from what i'm hearing so yeah
Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, And this next one, we will get into more as we talk about Potomac. Um, But I did do a little recon on Mia Thornton's new man. Incognito. No, I wasn't being incognito. That is his name. (laughs) Yeah. He is a radio personality currently on the nationally syndicated show posted on the corner, which airs on hot 107.9 in Atlanta, among other cities on a post dated January 2nd, 2024. He shared a photo with Mia captioning queen today, a special miss Mia Thornton. It's been two decades since we celebrated my birthday together. If only the world could see how we brought it in. LOL. Cheers to our happily ever after. So they've known each other for a long time. It looks like. Yeah. They met in high school and dated for three and a half years. Oh, Um, and then Mia's hashtag on her post with him where she's kind of like straddling him getting out of the car yeah, uh, is hashtag wifey mom lover almost fiance. Wow. I wonder how many other people hashtag that. Is like that a popular hashtag? I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, this rolls us right into Real Housewives of Potomac recap. Yeah. Uh, 
At this point, I feel like Giselle's daughter must be in the editing room because there was no need for that flashback where they drag the name GNA and remind us that they're going to um, keep the extra coverage for your vagina. Yeah, this guy, they really like to talk about stuff going on down there a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, then NECA says it was nice of Wendy to invite her to Eddie's event. Um, Lebby tells NECA to be cautious because it will be her turf. NECA says she wants to see if they can move past their differences. Um, if you were NECA, would you go to Wendy's event? Yes. Yes, I would. Because yes. every episode this season, there's been somebody not attending or somebody not being invited. And that is not how you produce a good show. Also, NECA, I just want to tell you, as you plan for this event that you're going to have, not one the, the I can teach you a little bit about how to not make friends and that's to have them come over and unpack your You're wedding good. things from two years ago. Were they ago. really married two years ago and she never unpacked her wedding stuff? Well, she hasn't even taken the sticker off her fridge yet. I don't like that, but but her uh, in her defense, her kitchen is still under construction. You can see there's a hole where the stove goes and there's no refrigerator or um, no um oven. So but are you somebody that when you get something, because it really makes me bananas, like my my assistant, Celeste, she has, she's had her car for over three years. And you know where there's like the the glove box and there it comes and there's like the sticker that hangs yes. off of it. No. She refuses to take it off. Why? And anytime I get in her car, I'm like, can I please, can I take the sticker? But what's her meaning? That's just weird. I'm sorry. I, no, she does it to like bug other people. She thinks it's hilarious. So, well, cause it drives. If you like, think it's hilarious to bug other people, then do, do. Well, that, what that's we, weird in itself. Do we not think that we bug other people and we lean into it? Not by leaving stickers that need to be removed. <laughs> she probably still has her mattress sticker or tag on there too. I can't even keep my tag. You know what I can't stand? Sweatshirts. You know, when you have get like a, let's say you get a new microwave, right? You know, that yeah. little film that goes over the front of the, the oh, touch yeah. or even like over your iPhone, whatever. Remove that. You need to remove that. Well, did you know that there's a case that goes on the front of your phone? So like my brother has one that looks like one of those films, but what it actually does is protects other people from seeing your text messages. Oh, I need one of those. So like, it's like a, so only you can see it. It makes it dark. So like anytime he'll, he's over, he'll like be on his phone and I try to spy it who he's texting and it's completely dark. So I just want to say if your husband so or you significant other- I guess your straight on eyes can see it, but if you're trying to lurk from the side, you can't. But oh, to I me, can, that's can, a red flag. Can you put that ladies. on your LTK, please? So I yeah, can I'm going to link it. Link, link the it. protection mode. Link, link it, link, link it, link, link it with it. the cock rings because the cock rings is my bestseller now. Oh, good. Um, okay. Then Candace asked Giselle how he feels about seeing old forehead, aka Ashley and ankles. This didn't come off as funny this time. No, 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 no. That's just making fun. Um, Chris says he doesn't care and hasn't seen anyone since New York. Chris says everyone will be high, so no one will get angry, upset. Little did what? he know they're going to no have weed. oregano. Oregano. Oh, who has a weed party with no weed? But I think I know why. I think it was. It illegal. wasn't legal yet. It was illegal. Well, it's legal, but it's a legal issue to do it on camera. No, it hadn't. They said on camera that starting blah, blah date it was going to be legalized where they were. So they're like getting ahead of the game. Oh, maybe in their state, maybe it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, but then Giselle's comment about Chris's weight. Could you imagine if roles were reversed in that situation? Well, this is the thing. Um, I disregard um, Candace's comment calling her ankles because she just called Candace's husband fat. So I'm like, that's a wash. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's but- a wash. I, I just was like, I don't know. I, why are we body shaming Chris? Like this I feels. I honestly oh. didn't notice that he gained weight. Um, but it happens, well. people. We gain weight, we lose weight, we gain weight, we lose weight. Either way, I wasn't checking out Chris beforehand, and I'm not checking him out. Yeah. Now. He's not on my. I like. I, he's a nice guy. He is what it is. But like, don't be don't be talking about his body, Giselle. Yeah. 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 Um. Then Karen tells Mia she doesn't understand her response to her invitation. Mia says she doesn't do second string invites. Hold on. Why was Karen's response? You weren't even second string. She was the backup. I don't know. Was she trying to be rude, like ruder? It didn't make any sense I think sometimes Karen just says things like that just to get like the drama out of it. Um, Mia says she can't leave her kids. So last minute and Karen says it was better than her boring ass life. Uh, Mia calls Karen an old dog that she should find some new tricks. And then Karen says Mia is the trick. Um, would you have responded the same way as Mia to a secondary invite? Um, you know, I don't have little kids. So, you know, it's really hard to just drop everything and go the next day if that's how realistically it was. I mean, sometimes editing plays a part in it. Um I mean, yeah, because was- if you haven't scheduled out your week yeah, yeah, and you're told you're not asked to film this then you give yourself an open day and Mia has let us know she has lost the job. She has lost the house and she has lost the nanny. Um, well at this entire party, all I kept thinking was, is Dwight going to pop out and be like a weed party with no weed? How dreadful, (laughs) dreadful, (laughs) dreadful. I was like, I can't, um, can you roll a joint? Mm, I probably could figure it out, but I haven't ever in my life. Do you think we would need a class to figure it out or we could just probably go on YouTube? I think I could go on YouTube. I think that I could, you know, I mean, it's a paper. You put this, I've seen people do it, put the stuff in the middle. You kind of shake it. Then you kind of roll it. And I don't, you lick it and fold it over. Yeah. But some people looked really good. Some people, some people's looked, if I was going to smoke a joint, I'm trying to think one of them had like, it looked. I would cough my brains out if I smoked a joint. Um, well, what about when Mia, well, to go on this date, I may have needed to smoke a joint because Mia and Gordon's date, um, they are taking their therapist advice to spend more quality time together. You could tell the entire time Mia was cringing on what, uh, Gordon was going to share on camera. Uh Um, Mia says she got to the point she was ready to divorce him. Clearly (laughs) she got to that point. Uh Uh-huh. Gordon asked how they could ha- would handle divorce. Mia says he would have given her a settlement. Gordon said, no, they'd still be together, but would find an arrangement. Did you take that as the arrangement talk is like you could be with other people? Yes, that's how I took it. And then then Mia's face was like, huh? What? Uh, well, because Mia's like, we already talked. This was what we were going to keep in our in our insides. We weren't going to share on television. But now you've just shared it with your loud voice, not your quiet voice. And now we're in trouble. And I'm going to have to get myself out of the situation that we are probably in an open marriage. Yeah. Well, what about when Gordon says he could find a deal that makes sense? There's no need to split up. Um, Mia well, what, says what's there's that deal? no amount of money to keep someone in captivity. I don't know. I cringe watching this. You can tell there that she's so over him. I, I feel like he's over her too. 
I feel like they're both. I feel like they clearly, I mean, from what I Karen wouldn't be brings surprised up, the next they, thing. Well, I wouldn't be surprised that they've already moved on and they're just not saying it yet on camera. Yeah, well, I mean, Karen brings that right to light once they get to the unpacking party. But then NECA has all the girls over for this. What do we call an unpacking something a party? Like, no. But they do an, end up an unboxing as if you're getting some surprise at the end on social media. Yeah, this, this, this but is the just... surprise is you've helped me move into my new house that I've been yeah. in for two months and didn't know unpacking for. Um, Wendy's uh, friend tells everyone that Wendy isn't coming because she doesn't feel comfortable. Everyone says Wendy should have told NECA herself. NECA says it's fine. She's used to the disrespect. Oh, Wendy, uh, Wendy's the problem. NECA keeps trying to move forward. Wendy keeps moving backwards, trying to find reasons not to like her. And I don't understand it. Like their issues are not really that deep. No. And on, on it, and you can tell when Wendy is doing her confessionals that she's calculating her answer to like really try. And it's just uh-huh. not fun. There's no lightness to it. And I just, to be honest, Wendy, move on from this. I'm sure your mom's moved on from it. I, I, I just, I don't want to hear it anymore. Make up with NECA or don't be on the show at this point. Like yeah. you can, we can't keep having people not show up to everything. Even Robin yeah. shows up to everything. Um, I know she does. I like Robin, but Karen, man, sometimes her words are a little too harsh. Well, Karen tells Mia that she never came after her marriage when she heard she met up with a rapper. Karen says she could have also said she's a married man. Mia says, if you hear it once, it's a rumor. If you hear it multiple times, it makes you wonder. Mia says she's not screwing around. They're just hanging out. Mia says the only married man she's had sex with is Gordon. Karen says that's why she didn't say anything. Um, So I don't understand Karen. So she's like, I didn't say this. I could have said this, but now I'm saying this. But yeah, you're only sleeping with your husband. Which makes me so passive aggressive. It was, I mean, clearly... I think Karen heard the rumors about Gordon and then was just waiting for her perfect time to bring it up on camera, which is why I would assume. And Karen keeps saying, I brought Mia onto this show, but then she wasn't even one of the people you'd invite to your place. Like she was the backup backup. Would you know what I did like about Mia? And when she did sit down with Gordon is she's like, let's not pretend that you had no part in this business falling apart or being removed from this business. You have to take responsibility for your actions. So it sounds like he did do something that was, and he's like, what, what? Cause they didn't agree with me. Like, yeah. it sounds like there's more to it. And yeah, she, I mean, she's upset about it. Well, she's upset. Cause she also lost her job because of something he did. Yeah. Um, but then I did appreciate the women playing. Never have I ever. Uh, I am, I'm getting to the point where I'm tired of seeing games on housewife shows. I feel like every year there's just like this fad of doing things. And this, it seems like for the past year or so it's been games. But also the fact that we're making a screenshotted photo, a storyline Potomac, we're in a bad way. Honest. We could go through my phone right now. I've screenshot so much shit. I do too. And like, like, um, and it's probably on my group text to Tamara. From I mean, years ago, years. Yeah. No, but I also screenshot like when I'm looking at social media and I see like a picture on my feed, like if I want to see it closer up, I'll screenshot it and then zoom in so I can see because I have bad eyes, but I don't have that my glasses I on. Do, that I don't do, but so I that's do my reason. I screenshot, I send links, I do whatever, but know what I don't do? 
I don't create folders of other human beings. Well, I don't think she. I am too selfish. I don't think that she. She. I don't think she admitted to making a folder. I think that was a question. Do you have it in a folder? I don't. She said yes. Oh, she did say yes. Oh my gosh. I don't know how to make folders. That's my problem. I would love to make folders, but I just don't know how. And then her reasoning, saying that she, um, that she likes Robin's parents. So that's probably why she screenshot. Well, she it. probably makes folders of screenshots and pictures because, you know, that's like a way can... it, use it at the reunion or but use what, it. But of all the pictures, like I would get if you were trying to like screenshot. Yeah, but maybe it was a ca- maybe... shake at the laundromat. But... but maybe it was a caption that was said in the, the who knows. Maybe she was just uh, lying and couldn't come up with the lie fast enough. So she was like, yeah, sure. That's why. Yeah, that, that's how I kind of thought it was. But either way, there were parts of this episode that were pretty good. But know what I'm missing? Um, because I was thinking about it. Well, uh, a good a I, good show. Well, I yeah, I'm I'm missing a good show. But I'm also missing an activated Ashley. Yeah, like every episode now, she's showing up in floral, happy go lucky, not causing any shit, just worrying about her. There's too much, yeah, there's too much of a division in this cast, which it concerns, concerns me for, um, New Jersey, because I have heard the grapevine that it was basically like filming two different shows because the cast was split in half. And I'm like, we're seeing it's not working on Potomac, but yeah, I'm curious what will happen with Jersey as well, because clearly this is not working when the cast is too divided. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But well, we thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back later this week to talk all things Beverly Hills in Miami. Miami. Oh, and, good and, headlines. To, and to answer y'all's question, um, I just saw on my Insta story questions. What? Me and Tamara are not fighting. Wait, did somebody say that? Oh, they think that you're really pissed about popping off. You guys, we have our <laughs> own network. <laughs> And keep listening, you guys. Keep doing it. Pop it off. Make it rain, baby. um, Well, tune in later this week. And then also a reminder, you guys need to subscribe to listen to our um, Real Housewives of Orange County flashback podcast because we are just getting into uh, other episodes. And uh, yeah, we're doing Orange County season two right now. Um, I wanted to skip right to season three because that's when I was on. And that's going to be interesting to watch because I don't think I've ever went back and watched them. It's Ugh, the, the fashion, this, this tan that I had from a tanning bed, the bleached white hair. Can't wait. Hot. All right. Thanks, guys. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 